Hello and welcome to the American Horror Story podcast, the officially unofficial podcast for American Horror Story on the Bald Move Network. Tonight we're talking about episode 609, chapter 6. I'm your host, Aaron. And I'm Cecily. Uh, Cecily, what did you think about this episode? I thought it, just like all of the past episodes that we've seen, just had a high body count and no direction. At this point, I'm wondering what the end game is. What's the point? Yeah, because I've, from the beginning of the season, I've been kind of like, I don't understand Lee. As soon as they start giving her something that I can, like, hang some kind of affection on, they take it away. Like, she's really a murderer. She's really a terrible... I mean, I... And and to have her be kind of, like, the one that makes it out. Right. And also, now that she's possessed by some kind of supernatural force, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I also... But I also thought this movie... I'm sorry. This episode was a lot more fun and campy. Yeah. And then it had a moment of genuine creepiness when the Woods Witch come creeping in. Yeah. And from there on, it just got really torture porny. Um, and uh, some spectacular gore, but it's not really my cup of tea, so... Right. Uh, I had, uh, but I enjoyed how kind of light and campy and, and dumb it was. Right. And they introduced the three, the three kids just so you can start to question who the one person who's going to make right. it out alive is. And yeah. spoiler alert, it's not them. Especially since one of them was Tassia. Tassia Farmiga. Tassia Farmiga. Uh, uh, that's, you know, I feel like when she showed up. Maybe there was a lot of uh, futures market swinging towards her being a lone survivor. Right. So I am surprised that she came back to the show to be in the one episode. Right. Because it's not like <clears throat> Emma Roberts, who's, you know, busy doing another Ryan Murphy show. I haven't seen her doing anything else recently. So, yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. She could have like, may as well that. gotten Jessica Lang back if you can just do a one off. <laughs> <laughs> she could have used that uh, that Shelby money. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so let's talk about this episode. 609 chapter 9 i don't know if i said that was the episode yeah i did yeah i did it's the tonight we're talking about okay uh 609 chapter 9 there let's go again. three youtubers are off visiting the blood moons woods to get youtube famous oh yeah um and there's just a lot of like funny kind of meta self-aware commentary about you know dick and ball humor and racism and patriarchy uh and they're wandering through the woods and they find the producer that stormed off a few episodes ago and got killed by the pig man in her car. Mm-hmm. They find her, what turns out to be her ghost that leads them back to their dead body and they lose their shit. Uh, we then go to, um, uh, back to West Bentley explaining how he got the set and he <laughs> did in fact take an Uber and we get a nice little six second shot of Rhett Snow, the Uber driver. Who has nothing to say. I mean, it was funny. It's of funny. it was funny. Especially but... since, like, that's <laughs> been something of an inside joke with the community about yeah. this Uber driver. Like, we got to see the, who's go- is he going to appear, and he disappears for exactly what he did before. thought that was pretty fun. Yeah. I found it hard to believe, but, you know, maybe he's the only Uber driver that will take that route into the middle of nowhere. <laughs> uh, so Wes Bentley's actor character says that uh, I don't have a car, I don't have a phone, because that's the instructions that I was given, and I'm a professional. We it's find almost out. like they listened to last week's podcast and answered every question immediately. <laughs> right, right. 
Um, and he explains that he's a former Navy SEAL that served in Afghanistan. He's kind of a badass. And he's, he's, ad- not. he's admiring uh, everyone's really good fake ear torn off makeup when, uh, you know, Audrey explodes on him and says, this is all real. It's all real. And then he starts talking some really slick uh, talk about, you know, getting the hell out of there and leaving no men behind. And I'm like, fuck, yes. I want to see this Navy SEAL take the Polks down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, that sounds like a really fun episode to yeah. me. Did not get it. Right. Did not get it. I would have like, I mean, you know, maybe eventually dies, but I would really like to see what a Navy SEAL could do against the Butcher and her clan and the Polks. Probably nothing. Yeah. But I I don't know. Like I said, I got all excited in my fan fiction I was writing in my head. <laughs> uh, the police interview the YouTubers who have called them about the stuff that they found. And the police just don't believe anything they say. And there's lots of tropey things. There's lots of meta conversations. There's a lot of quoting of dialogue from the movie Scream. <laughs> um, anything do more, you, more to add? Do you think that in the, in the dramatization television show that they made the cops in on it or do you think now that we've seen the real police station and the police officers that they are not in on it i think they're in on I, I mean there's nothing on the screen that says either way but well i mean the polks themselves said the cops are in their pockets now i don't know if there is because the guys who show up i think it was rc pd which i figured is roanoke county police department yeah um or i mean it's possible you've got a few cops bought off I guess. I mean, how... And then if a scandal gets so big, they can't they can't hide it anymore. Or if uh, more to the point, if the Polks, the Polks are all dead anyway, then who are the police protecting? Why at that did point? the police show up? I mean, everyone who could have called them is dead or dying. Well, or... I wonder if that last Polk that got away from the truck, if he told the cops that all of the you know Mama Polk went down, and they're like, well. You know, there's that 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 side of our bread's no longer being buttered, so let's go up and do real police work. I I don't know. Yeah, I but I definitely think the show wants us to think that the cops are in their pocket, and and also uh, there's I don't know because there's also this element that he interjected of like, oh, there's lots of fame hounds and horror hounds that have been traipsing through this woods and trespassing and right. whatnot since the Roanoke nightmare. I mean, it could just be a fire that drew their attention, maybe, but no fire trucks. Yeah, I'm gonna move past it. But it's funny because it was like their little tra- tra- um, tromping through the woods felt like watching a Tumblr thread or <laughs> listening to a con speech about fans give about their favorite television show. Right. Um, but anyway, um, Wes, uh, after surveying the Polk situation, decides that the leave no man behind thing is no longer a good idea. And he decides he's going to hotwire their truck. While Lee and Aubrey do one quick sweep to see if they can find Monet. Yeah. Uh, and the sun is setting fast. And I got to say, this is some of the worst day for night shooting I've ever seen it's this side of bad. The Walking Dead. Real bad. Like, they slapped a, I don't know, a gray filter over it and called it good. Because I mean, it seemed like in the shots that the sun was at the appropriate height for it to be duskish. No, I looked in the second because I'm like, pay attention to shadows, and I it was like three o'clock in the afternoon on a very sunny day. They didn't even wait for an overcast day to do right. it. Right, all the actors were wearing sunglasses. It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> Wes Bentley had like zinc oxide on his nose. Yes. No, it, it like I said, I've seen some bad day to night, day for night shooting, but holy shit, yeah, it was, was really was distracting. Um, and it was a short scene. I just don't see 
why they couldn't have waited a few hours and I, gotten really them. i mean you can shoot pretty good day for night uh with an overcast day even like right. you don't have to wait until the appropriate time of day you just have to wait for the sun to not be fucking glaring down on everybody yeah so. Uh, anyway, Lee finds, because that's her whole, lest we forget, Lee's whole objective is to find the tape where she confesses to murdering Mason. Uh, she finds the camera. Uh, Audrey finds Monet, and I'll note that she's a complete basket case. Like, she's barely able to function as a human being because of the torment she's been through. For a few minutes. Her, her <laughs> sass levels regenerate, like, off the charts. Yeah. Um... Wes gets the car started, and then we have a POV shot of him, which I'm not even sure how that happened, how the hell that POV shot gets, gets. but he's hot-wiring a car. Yeah, the same thing goes with when he's being murdered later. What what does camera he have, devices does he, he got have a GoPro on? on his head? Uh, I yeah, mean, I know nope, the kids do, but like, does Ryan Murphy hope that we don't notice that he doesn't? Does he he got certainly a, was. Does he have a cybernetic eye implant from the Navy SEAL days? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but from his point of view, he hot, uh, hot wheels, he hot wires the car and then it starts and then he instantly is gutted because blood sprays all over the wires and like, God damn it. Yeah. Uh, one of the Polk shows up and threatens Audrey and Monet. Audrey hilariously gets his murder threat on camera twice and then just blast him in the face with the, this giant revolver she's found. (laughs) Uh, she pulls with one bullet because she throws it away immediately. She pulls the trigger a couple times and uh, finds out that it's empty, so she just throws it away. No, maybe I can bluff with this gun. No, I might stumble upon ammunition in the truck. Just, I've yeah. just, this thing is Done. suddenly a dead weight. I don't want it away from <laughs> me. Uh, Lee then confronts Wes's stabber uh, as all of the Roanoke colonists come out, and the lone surviving Polk starts to freak out because Mama's gone, and he doesn't know how to make these guys go away, and he's fresh out of teeth, and he's got get out of here. <laughs> so he does okay. that. That happens. That happens. Monet and Audrey then somehow make it back to the house. Um, where, <laughs> Monet, did, where did Lee go at this point? Do we know? She's gone. She crawls off in the woods and gets bewitched. We don't know exactly. But at this point, they don't know where she is, and they, they just ditch her. Right. Okay. Uh, Monet and Audrey, but but they get the camera. Yeah. So there is some, I, I didn't care, because I watched this thing twice, and I still had a question about, like, what, how the hell did they actually hand off the camera, and how yeah, did they get it? Yeah, because Lee had it. And she confronted the thing, and then he takes off, and they get separated, and the sudden darkness. I, I don't, I honestly don't know, and I don't care. Okay. I really don't care. So, um, Monet and Audrey make it back to the house, and there's this hilarious thing where Monet, who's just been a gibbering shell of a human, tells Audrey to calm down, and Audrey <laughs> does this, you know, you never tell a hysterical person to calm down. Right. And she just comes out this, calm down! And she, it's, it's, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Um, because Monet, number one, really bounced back from her trauma, and right. then Audrey's kind of not having her calling her shit i mean it's it's pretty great um for some reason monet decides and again i don't know exactly why or how this stuff is all loosely coupled together for me again i don't care but monet gets the idea to look at the lee camera that they've recovered somehow uh from the poke scene and they i think she always knew that lee was full of shit i guess but what was the pretense for her starting to watch this video? I think because Audrey said that it was really important we get the tape back. Oh, right. And Monet's a smart Right, they want to make sure they got the goods. Okay. Yeah. She's like, there's more than murder threats on here. Right. 
So she gets the bright idea to look at the Lee camera, and they find her confession, and they are appropriately... Um, Vindicated? Uh, I don't Lee, know. Lee, yeah. or Monet, at least. Uh, Lee finds the Woods Witch, uh, which was a genuinely creepy moment. There's this board that's kind of menacing lead, and suddenly like there's something dashes past the camera. And good thing they hid night cams all over the forest. Yep. And then the Woods Witch comes creeping up to her, offering a still beating heart and saying this, you know, to, to serve me. And Lee greedily eats the heart. And that Woods Witch, whoo boy. Yeah. Geez. A lot scarier than the Gaga version right. with bad teeth. Uh, so YouTubers, uh, some YouTubers are walking back through the woods. They've been released by the cops and now they're back in the woods, even though they were sternly warned not to do this. And they're making a bunch of period jokes, and they're rejoicing over the fact that they had 20,000 new hits on their video. Um, they find the site where Mason was burnt, and Lee's hanging out there, because that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, they try to, you know, fanboy over her, and she's not having any of it. No. Nope. They just get cleavered. Uh, she kills the, I guess, ringleader of the fanboys. Where'd the cleaver come from? Um, you know, it just manifested. Okay. Same way the Woods Witch does. <laughs> As part of the deal, you eat a heart, you get a cleaver. Okay, fair. Um, it's like opening up a checking account in Omaha. You get a rifle. It's uh, a good deal. That you get a you get a cleaver. <laughs> so, uh, they 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 she kills him, and there's there's some interesting effect where people are getting killed in first and third person POVs, mm-hmm. like they're seeing their gut spill out and blood go everywhere. And I thought that was kind of interesting in a technical way. Yeah. Um, and it kind of helped me detach a little bit from the situation. And there's some really funny, like, selfie stick running through the woods, which I thought was, un- I don't know if it's intentionally or unintentionally hilarious. It was probably intentionally. But I thought it was kind of farcical. Right, uh, yeah. And then, then they run deeper into the woods. They find a production RV where Sidney and his crew got slaughtered a few episodes back. Wes Bentley comes staggering out of the woods holding his bleeding gut. <laughs> And the chubby uh, YouTuber goes up and just shoves him onto the <laughs> ground. And then they run in and barricade themselves into the RV as Wes futilely tries to get in. Um, also, good news, trailer's still fully functional. Yes. And they see Lee showing up. They they see that Audrey and Monet are inside the house. They see Lee showing up. And they're such good fanboys and girls that they want to save Audrey and Monet. Uh, so they go off to warn Lee, even though it's pitch black and they don't really know where they're going. Because you know that blood moon doesn't give much lighting. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it's and like, also you can cross the entire expanse of the woods in the time it takes Lee to cr- uh, climb the stairs. <laughs> she's she's you know she's a she's a slow, she's a smoker. <laughs> uh, missing part of her leg. She, yeah, she has to take every three steps. She just has to take five minutes of labored breathing and a cigarette break. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> Monet, uh, uh, or Monet and Audrey are talking about what to do about Lee. Monet opines that she hopes the Pope boys are hungry, and she hear every, they both hear Lee banging as she comes in. Uh, Lee is talking to Butcher Talk now. She's mm-hmm. talking about how they're defiling these sacred grounds. Uh, Monet starts talking a bunch of shit to her, and she's I don't care, fuck you and your cleaver. <laughs> uh, and uh, Lee, instead of using the cleaver... Gonna, if you're going to talk some serious smack like that, I think you should probably be prepared to back it up, or at least defend yourself. Yeah. Like, she's holding a cleaver. I get that you're Angela cleaver, Bassett, and that's a lot. But you got to know there's an attack coming, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lee, Plus, she's a panther, so... She's a panther. Is she even really dead? Is she immortal? I mean, I think she's immortal. She'll be fine. She gets stabbed through the heart with a wooden stake. That's traditionally bad news for supernatural entities, though. 
True. Um, Lee is gets enough call, of her shit. Is that shit. a callback to her vampire character? It's a callback to her being an immortal, um, awesome uh, creature. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in real life. Lee push, gets enough of her shit and pushes her off the staircase. She falls through the railing and then is impaled on the wreckage of the chandelier and the railing. The, the, the What do you call that? A banister? Yeah. Uh, below. Uh, Lee then manages to chase Audrey downstairs, and Audrey desperately is able to stab her in the gut as she's going in with the cleaver, and this just is never going to end. Um, there's a, gr- <laughs> the gr- a girl, you- the girl YouTuber, Ta- Taisa. Yes. I got it. Uh, is monologuing to the camera about how they're bravely going up to mount up, and they're going to save the, gr- the the women from Lee. And there's a bunch of funny jump scares involving essentially branches smacking her in the face. Right. And then uh, the aforementioned chubby YouTuber, like, grabbing her from behind, like, wait up, man, you're yeah. walking too fast. <laughs> uh, Lee catches up to Audrey, trying to escape to the cellar, where she cleaves her shoulder and then pushes ah. her down the stairs with her foot. It like, goes just... in deep, doesn't it? It does. Uh, I mean, first of all, it seems like the only one that can properly wield the cleaver is the butcher. Like, right. the butcher brings it down, and it goes right in your head. Everyone else, the just pretenders, a nick, they, just a scratch. They, 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 they get into the shoulder. <laughs> um, but she put, kicks her down the cellar uh, ladder, where she lands gasping and, grag- oh, and she gagging. she hits her head and, yeah. on, oh, on yeah. the staircase, too. Pretty or the hard. metal ladder, rather. Pretty hard. Dunk. Uh, the butcher then shows up and guts Wes Bentley in first-person mo- mode, and they start pulling his guts out, and it's really gruesome. Right. And the YouTubers are all watching and filming this shit when Lee then shows up right behind the YouTubers. Ah! Ah! Uh, then we go to commercial break, and we come back, and there's an extra special warning message about uh, found iCloud footage. And this is unediting, and it's super-duper disturbing. Not like RP level disturbing, but as bad as, you know, V is going to get. As bad as MAV is going to get. Did you know that GoPros upload to the iCloud? <laughs> you know, we have some feedback on that. We'll talk about it. Okay. Uh, so they get drug out in front of the house, and Lee's all, present yourself for slaughter. Um, what did you think of her attempting to do the bad Kathy Bates accent? Oh, I didn't think anything of it. Okay, but she wasn't really committing to it. She's like, I ain't gonna say that. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll do something. But you know. <laughs> uh, the the YouTubers are then impaled through the bee hole, out the shoulder, uh, in first person. Uh, and it's just, I again, this is what I don't like about torture porn. It's them begging for their life. It's a bunch of squishy sounds. It's a bunch of people like the way they splash kerosene or whatever the hell in their face. It's just, it's just some repugnant dehumanizing shit, right? And especially very unseemly. I, I'm not sure. I wasn't sure that I thought screaming while being set on fire would be better than not having the strength left to scream as you're burning to death that was especially unsettling for me yeah because i was i was because you know we watched this on wednesday night after uh, my son's gone to bed his room is only like 15 minutes from or 15 minutes yeah <laughs> 15 minutes away we, we keep him across town <laughs> uh it's good for all of our relationships um he's only about 15 feet from the tv so like i ride the volume a lot when we're watching television i'm yeah. like down, 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 because I thought there were just going to be screams yeah. galore. But it actually made sense that if you've got a fucking rafter through your body and your lungs punctured and yeah. you're losing a lot of blood, that you your diaphragm is shot, like you probably couldn't scream. But it's horrific. It's I don't really want to think of or talk about it anymore. No. 
the cops finally show up the next morning where they shoot the controversial day for day scene. Uh, <laughs> and it's just, it's a grizzly. It's grizzly. And they're all there. There's like 13 squad cars. Lee is pretending, question mark, to be traumatized by these events and no longer possessed. Is she or did she, is she just go into a trance whenever the wood witch is around and takes control? Well, kind of like Matt. And that's like, what can I'm, she be normal? Yeah, like I wonder how much to blame, quote unquote, she is from the Mason deal too. Well, it seems like when she woke up, I mean, she could have been putting it on, but she seemed like genuinely confused and scared and didn't know what went on. Right. But then you could see it coming back to her, I think. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I imagine next week is all going to be an ex- exploration of her guilt or innocence. Wonderful. Um, yeah. Wonderful. So Audrey pops out of the cellar um, and uh, is falls into the arms of a police officer who's only he, too happy to accept her. She but falls then, to the ground. He pulls her up by her severed arm. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I mean... We saw how debilitating the uh, Shelby thing was. Maybe, maybe the butcher always keeps her cleaver smeared with neosporin. Oh yeah. And so that, as soon as it cuts, it just starts healing immediately. Or the cellar, all those canned goods are just salves and sure. you know, herbal medicine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Audrey sees Lee being comforted by the police, and she loses her fucking mind. She pulls a gun out of the cop that's helping her his holster. Why would you do that? Because she's lost her fucking mind. She says, "You're." she screams, you're a murderer and is shot by all the police. Mm-hmm. All the police shoot her. And that is the episode. That's it. Didn't take Le- long to recap because yeah. there's a, um, I thought that um, kind of felt light. Felt like a lot of very commercially. Everything happened fast yeah. in the episode. You know, there's a moment where Lee tries to go towards Shelby and I think that's a put on. Like, oh, Shelby, it's so good to see you. Well, she had, I mean, that's what makes me think that this is false concern and false trauma because I don't think that was a genuine moment, no matter what you believe. What does Lee tell the police now? She tried to kill me because she's responsible for all of these things? And and what's going on with the camera? Yeah. Because if the camera's got her confession, I don't know what she says. If, if If they don't find the camera, then all she has to do is say... You know, if if the the Polks came out as crazy and yeah. they're going to find all kinds of evidence of human remains and shit and oh like God, the, yes. you know, Lee's ear in a pickle jar, like that's open and shut. And like, I don't think they buy the ghost aspect, but they will buy the fact that this family went and butchered all those people for being on their land. Right. I think that's probably uh, and there might be like it'd be interesting to see if the middle poke. Uh, boy, or not the, I guess not the middle, but he's not Ishmael, and he's not the other middle Polk boy. All right. It's whatever. What's for them, these fucking Polks? One yeah. of these Polks, I wonder if he's going to have, like, a the show trial where he Polk. gets murdered, or he gets, uh, not assassinated, he gets, uh, executed? Maybe. Like, I don't know. Like, I, it's like, you got a full hour to unwrap this next week, and I'm trying to think of an interesting way that they're going to like because because murphy has long promised there's a a yet another twist that's going to spin this off in a crazy town um although he said that happened this episode which if he's saying it's the youtubers that was the twist then yeah i think that was what he was saying that the last two episodes are going to be a completely different story and i guess they're not so whatever um you know again i'd say this episode is fair to middling because i didn't i didn't like how it resolved but i was enjoying kind of like it's I don't feel like American Horror Story has really embraced much camp. Like last, oh, yeah. ma- like maybe it's a course correction because last year was so campy. 
Uh, and he's like, oh, I just need to get away from the camp. But, like, this was a much-needed injection of some genre awareness and some campiness. And then it kind of went all horribly wrong once we got the iCloud footage involved. Right. Uh, but, yeah. It's all right. All right. Uh, we are going to get the feedback now. American right. Horror Story at baldmove.com. Or not. That's actually wrong. I lied to you. Uh, it's AHS at baldmove.com. Uh, and forums.baldmove.com if you'd like to uh, get in get in on that. Oh, before we do that, a brief update, because I know American Horror Story was actually the very first podcast we put our call to action for SaveBaldMove.com. Yep. Uh, we did it. Like, didn't even take a week. I, Jim and I are super blown away by how much support the community has shown us. We have essentially guaranteed our operations through 2017 and, and probably beyond. Uh because and let you know, like, or, or I guess the, the destiny is in our hands now. I mean, I suppose we could piss off the community so bad that everyone cancels our memberships, but in, in, unless that happens, like that's the spirit. Or just, yeah, or unless we just <laughs> suddenly become up. unpopular or all television stops ceasing production, like I feel like it's that we turn the corner. Just say and thank you. <laughs> thank you. Well, I'm explaining my gratitude, uh. um, and I can't believe it. I can't believe it happened so quick, and I am. Uh, I'm genuinely moved and grateful, and we'll leave it at that. Yeah, it's an incredible fan base. If you want to go see our video where we explain how the uh, fundraiser kind of essentially saved Bald Move, you can go to save.baldmove.com, and we record a little thank you video and explanation video and some other stuff on that, too. So thank you very much. Uh, First up, Sean says, I don't understand Ryan Murphy. He has great concepts and even chooses to tighten up this season, and then he continues to shit on us as an audience. Why the fuck would you make Lee this character who I never felt connected to be the sole survivor? And why did you kill people this whole episode only to make us have to come back to watch some dumbass crossover interview? What the fuck? Worst season ever. Murphy just needs to go back and remake season one. It was cohesive and campy and tragic and scary, and even though it had problems, it was better than this shit show. Hashtag... Make American Horror Story greatish again. Um, yeah, you think we that's an overreaction. We didn't even talk about the fact that Lena Winters is going to be in the next episode, and I think f- every other season from now on is going to be tied up in how we can connect it to all the other seasons. I don't... If not downright doing a second or return to each of these places, which I, I hear from the Murphy himself is is in the works. Do you think I don't know that I like that? I I I like it better when there was a, it was a clean slate. I think I like it better when it's cute. When you as the avid fan are noticing it yourself, it's not, not being explicit. explicitly told right. and not um making it centered around that idea. Yeah. Uh, Jack Smith from the UK. We have the bad stuff first, and we have the good stuff later. Uh. The latest episode has been full of plot holes and just generally bad. Tamisa's iCloud account seems to have somehow downloaded footage magically from a burnt and destroyed GoPro. (laughs) The footage of when they're scoping out the poke farms is clearly filmed in broad daylight with the video just dimmed down. Mm -hmm. This season is relying so heavily on gore and violence, the first five episodes less so, and we're actually half decent as it was more jump scares, but I'm not enjoying it at all now, actually. Um, I wanted to say... (laughs) That to me, I do believe there's a way you could probably cobble together some kind of iCloud bridge with these GoPros hooked up to it. Um, I, I, 
you know, if you've got enough batteries and a good cell phone connection um, and the appropriate connections, like, I don't see why any of these things couldn't have been live streaming. And I think that they implied that earlier on when he says the video that we shot is already like when did you up when did you edit and upload that in the police department? Probably not. So I mean, I think it'd be more believable if they just said that we are live streaming to our fan site or wherever. Right. And then, and then, it, then, there, then, then there you it don't lives. have to go. Then you don't have to because the GoPro implies like they had to recover it somehow. Right. Yeah. Um, minor gripes aside, I like this season. It's one of my favorite ones. I think this season Besides was the most the genuinely scary one. Aimless nature of it is the only problem. Yeah, it felt like it could have been, it could have been polished up into something pretty great. And 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 I don't know why he fell in love with the lead character and decided to make her. Maybe next week we'll make it all worth worth it. I don't know, but I agree. I think this season's been the scariest by far. Um, it's just a damn shame when you get a goddamn credit sequence. I'm still pissed off about that. <laughs> like even if this was a ten for ten season, which it's not. I would knock it down to eight point five just because it doesn't have a fucking credit sequence. Right. So what would you rate it now? Uh, <laughs> uh yeah, like six, six and a half. So five and a half with no. No, credit no. Sequence? I'm saying that's with my. <laughs> I'd say it's about a seven and a half. Okay. Maybe eight for by American, but but I'd say it's like okay if it's by American Horror st- standards, then you know I guess it should be like a nine and a half, ten. But it's no. I, like I said, it's just not. Like that's what I'm saying. Like you. I still feel like that Co- Coven was the uh, was the gold standard for me. Okay. Maybe I need to go back and watch. That was the first time I watched it, and I was much more of a horror baby back then, so I was probably shitting my pants through some of those scenes. But. Yeah. Anyway, Nathan P. We're swinging the corners back to people loving it. Uh, Lord, I love this show. Shout out to Return of the Uber Driver. The true American horror story is revealed this week. Instagram teens. The horror, truly the most disturbing characters we've ever seen in the show. Millennials, man. Are they are they're the worst, right? They're the what? fucking worst. What? You know, I'm being. What, what are you? Are you what are you deadpanning me? Or, I'm <laughs> straight manning. You got to be the non-straight man. We can't both straight man the show. That's my new when humor. Learn? I'm creating double double deadpan straight man. <laughs> double bedpan, more like it. But seriously, I love Murphy right now for his commentary on how fucking dumb our society can be. We're going to go viral if we go to the Blood Moon house, shaking my head. Um, hey, man, uh, you're knocking Bald Moon's business model. Not, not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> also, yes or no, did Cecily write those lines about the Blood Moon being a period joke? Is Cecily, in fact, possessing Ryan Murphy akin to the Bear Witch? Well, if I told you, I'd have to kill you. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm on my way to kill you now. As soon as we finish recording. You're going to kill him. You're just going to offer him a pig heart. All right, it's fine. I am the original Supreme. It's me. (laughs) It's me bathing the light of the blood moon. (laughs) (laughs) Lee survived, so I guess you guys are right. If we take your first answer, go team bald move, question mark? Is he unsure that bald move is going to continue? Well, if we take our first answer, he said. So I guess that's the thing. Like, I don't ever, like, I don't care about internet points. I never keep track of, like, what I've speculated or predicted because I don't, I think it's fun to make the predictions and watch the show. Right. I'm not in it for that. Like, I'm not playing prediction bingo with myself. (laughs) I I understand a lot of people like that, and I try to cater, you know, if you want to come and count coup, do it. But I, I uh, very rarely remember what I say from one week to the next. Do you think they're ever going to return to the whole thing about the ground being alive shown in episode one? That was so cool. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. That was back when it was just the Hollywood special effects, I guess. You know who else isn't keeping track of what they predicted in earlier episodes? Ryan Murphy. Ryan Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, the this, thing. This season, he has done better, though. It's not like he opened a bunch of plot points and then just that's didn't even bother true. to return to it. That is true. I mean, maybe maybe that's well, what no, I have an actually, issue with. Well, so. uh, actually, I want to know what happened to Matt Sale's career. He had those very important clients... That he, he was did. trying to seal the deal with, and I he never, did. I would just kept hanging. Where's their little ghost unborn baby? <laughs> um, well, she <laughs> too t- soon. No, just like to <laughs> California. If they'd had, if they'd had the uh, miscarriage in North Carolina. Also, there's no Halloween episode. Bummer. Not really. Yeah. I mean, usually, they make a big deal out of it. You gotta have someone dressed up as a character for it to be you got to see a little kid in a ghost costume if it's going to be a halloween episode <laughs> uh everyone prepare for next week to turn a lana lana bobana banana fana fo fa oh fee fi momana lana he what's happening he's playing the are name you game. really mispronouncing lana winter's name that poorly <laughs> <laughs> yes yes i am no he's trying to play the name game and i didn't realize it so i was halfway through the sentence so <laughs> Let me try it. Uh, return Atlanta, Lana, Bobana, Banana, Fana, Fofana, Me, Ma, Momana. Winters. Lana. Also, with the prospect of AHS crossover between seasons one and three in the future, will Aaron finally watch the first two? Jesus fucking. I'm going to start treating this the way uh, we treated our families asking when we're getting married. Every time someone asks, I'm going to be like, oh, man, I was about to do it this month. weekend, and now I'm putting it off just to <laughs> piss y'all off. Um, I don't have a real answer because it's not like I'm avoiding it. Um, we'll get to it. We still haven't finished anything. Like the the uh, Authority season of True Blood. We, like I'm True half, Blood. Like we I, haven't finished Luke Cage. Yeah, yeah. we still got two episodes to go to Luke Cage. We watch a lot of TV, y'all. Yeah. We'll and I try to prioritize current stuff over future stuff. And if my co-host felt the same, we'd have probably twice the podcast and we'd, we'd work ourselves to death by now. But anyway... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I I I definitely want to do it, especially since everyone talks so highly of the first two episodes, yeah. two seasons. It's uh, I hope it's not uh, a giant disappointment <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Amy J says I've been a fan of this season in general, but this episode was great in my opinion. It was a very tight thirty six minutes. Ah, see there you go. Wasn't even the cl- the, the oh, classic forty two. Wow. Uh, thirty six minutes and they didn't waste a single second. Angela Bassett sass while they were watching Lee's confessional video is worth the price of admission alone. Goddamn, son, that stuff was brutal, though, especially the kids being put up on them stakes. Those kids on them stakes. Uh, I was absolutely (laughs) sure that Sarah Paulson was going to be the one to make it out alive. A, because she's previously always has an American Horror Story, and B, because I thought they were going to go along with that final white girl horror trope. I never imagined she'd end up dying like that, so it made it much more satisfying than another getting hacked to death by ghost set piece. Looking forward to whatever extra twist is next week, but do you know... What I need more than anything now, a proper fucking credit sequence. And how? Mm-hmm. What happened? Lano, er, they killed Shelby. No, Audrey said they could bring her back as Lana Winter's next episode. Uh, which is what I speculated last week, but the Sally was still alive for the hotel. Gotcha. So if that's what but you wanted to ghost. happen, you should have known it wasn't going to. Mm. <laughs> uh, Juline. I'm Julie. very Julian. Don't <laughs> send an phone. email just because you can. Uh, <laughs> I'm very interested to see where they go from here. It seems like they're going to pivot to a true crime show like the original coverage of the O.J. Simpson case. 
Oh, you know what? I guess that would. Mur- I can see Murphy um, smoking a fat one and thinking that would be a good idea. <laughs> like, oh man, everyone loved the uh, everyone loved my OJ deal, and if I go like to some kind of OJ style true crime at the end, and it's that people gonna love it. Oh yeah, and we might, we yeah. might. At one point, Lee was possessed. I actually really like her being the one to say the butcher's line, since we didn't have any accent to mess about with. Is she still possessed? Well, she's still in that back of the Roanoke house. I think the Simpson jury took a field trip uh, to his home at one point. A trial could take a year. Are we going to see a jury murdered? As for her being so gung-ho about... Well, let's, let's talk about that first. Is she still... Pos- was Kathy Bates possessed? No. She wasn't. No. But Lee is. Yes. And this has to do with the woods witch and not the butcher. Right. And and, and that's Matt the thing. is like possessed. I thought... Yeah, the, the Thomason, I thought that was like all her, this is holy, consecrated ground or whatever. I thought that was all her deal, but it seems like that's all the Wood Witch's agenda. Yeah, it seems that way. So, um... Or, I mean, the Woods Witch and Thomason went into business together. Right. So I think it's both of them. And there was never deal. no evidence that, like, Thomason ever, no like, evidence. had a moment where she would fake lucidity like lee did so i don't know how this all works i don't know if murphy knows how this all works and it's, it's a horror genre you don't need it to make strict sins when you're talking about right and, and this is all, all what we've been told or the backstory right. that they invented i mean who knows what's really going on between the woods witch and the butcher but one thing's for sure they don't want you there except when they need to kill you then they want you there uh, Julian continues, as for her being so gung-ho about wanting to get the tape, arguably the decision which got everyone else who at that point was alive killed, couldn't you have argued about it in front of a jury? Like, hey, I didn't kill my husband. I knew the Polk boy had been watching the show. I thought if I confessed to murder, it would get to him because he was crazy. They were eating me alive. I would have said anything to get out of that. I loved my husband. I would never kill my daughter's father, especially not in such a gruesome way. You saw them host, hoist a girl on a stake, but you think I'm the one who tied my husband to a chair and set him on fire? It was a tactic I thought would work, and it did. It also wasn't. I also wasn't sexually attracted to the guy filming my own snuff film. I came on to him. I just wanted to be alive. I. I don't think yeah, that works. Really? Um, because there's footage up to and after her confession to her daughter. Because it's unprovoked. It's not like he says, "I'm a big fan of the show." Did you really kill your husband? I think that would no, make... No, no, what she's saying is is if they just fucked off and took out and left that camera behind so she would never been possessed by the Woods Witch, she never would have butchered all those right. teenagers, I think that probably would have worked in a court of law because, yeah... No, 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 I'm saying point, in that room. In that room, if the guy who was torturing her said, you know, I'm a big fan uh, and she thinks that there's an angle, but she says, I want to record a video to my daughter and tell her I killed her father... I'm not buying it. Okay. Because she's not, at that point, she wasn't doing it for the Polk's benefit. How do you know? Because I think the point of that she's trying to, I mean, everything that she was doing in that scene could be read as her trying to ingratiate herself to the boy. Like, I can make you famous. Well, that didn't work. Um, I can sex you up. That eventually did work. But, you know... The attempt, like, well, I'm gonna, com- I'm gonna confess to murder because I know you were a fan and you watched this, and if you think I'm a murderer, maybe you'll think I'm one of you. And I mean, I, I feel like there's enough reasonable doubt in the fact that she was slowly being eaten alive. You could say a lot of crazy stuff. I don't know. Yeah, all right. I don't know, but maybe it, it certainly would have led to a lot less people dying. Uh, anyway, CD Drive said, I love the episode, but I'm right up there with Aaron and Cecily. I'm not a big fan of the torture porn genre. I don't get scared. I just feel icky. 
I'm not a fan of Saw or Hostel movies or Human Centipede or Hatchet or any slasher flick. None of it. I'm more conjuring, witch, insidious, and paranormal activity. Yes, me too. Someone double commissioned insidious and cities too. Cool. Yeah, I don't. I mean, that's those are the first films that the dude that made The Conjuring made, right? That's that's who's behind that. I don't know. Like a double dose of that. I'm kind of uh, concerned. Uh, so when AHS impaled those two teens and set them on fire while still alive, I wasn't so it wasn't as much horrific as it was. I don't know, sad, dirty feeling. Another thing, I typically suspend disbelief a lot, but the, the rule of cool stretches pretty far with me. I'm not one of those insufferables who's always like, "Well, actually, gravity on Mars is such that." <laughs> but there's two things I had problems with. Number one, Taisa and her friend should have been fucked up after being impaled vertically, parallel with her body with such a giant ass stake. They weren't run through like Mott perpendicularly, perpendicularly, like through the back end and out their stomach. They just look at each other like, oh, darn, we're stuck. I think that they were the way they're impaled would have killed them pretty quickly or made them pass out. It's too unbelievable for me. I've read text to suggest that you can live a surprisingly long time being skewered like that. Yeah. If if the the, the, the people know what they're doing. And steer the thing through the proper course of your body, which is a horrifying thought. Um, but, you know, I don't know. Obviously, I'm not Bl- Vlad the Impaler. You'd have to ask him. I mean, there's also the adrenaline factor, right? Right. Like, like if, you don't, if you don't nick a major artery and you don't pierce a lung or you don't get their heart, then, you know, they could probably live a good long... Because I don't think there's going to be a lot of blood. Like, you know, that shoving a big-ass stick is going to stretch the entry and exit points and you're not going to get a lot of bleeding right until you yeah remove it yeah then um, you're going to get all kinds of bleeding but human heads can blink after they've been severed right eh, there's the jury i've i've read conflicting reports on that <laughs> and unfortunately i mean uh, but ultimately i think I'm no research to... has been done in that area for the past 200 years so yeah i'm ultimately ready to give it a pass because it's it's horror i mean nothing I, is really realistic and I, I think if, so if you have that opinion c drive you got to also give it up to them for not having them screaming or even reacting very much other than whimpering about getting set on fire because they just didn't have the energy right i mean sh- cd man or woman i don't know um uh. Unclear. You've also got to really hate the shoulder injuries that Shelby and Andre have suffered because sure. that bugged me. Well, see, that's more the thing. The they, they, the state comes after shoulder. We know that's like the toughest part of the human body. So yeah, it can take bullets. It can take. It's got. It's 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 going up the <laughs> bee hole and natural opening and after shoughter, which is the t- toughest part of the human body. Yeah, so like you fine. know. They're fine. They could have run a marathon with they, that thing shoved up their ass. They could have, yeah, survived if you had taken it out. It was a fire <laughs> that killed them. <laughs> um, Point number, number two, two. Number two, Audrey went from being a waif to British to function to all of a sudden turning into Jason fucking Bourne or some shit, quickly stealing the cop's gun out of his holster. Oh, I don't think she was ever a waif to British to function. I think that she's an actor mm. who likes attention mm. and behaving a certain way i thought they what what sold it for me is the fact that i feel like that we were supposed to understand that that cop was like super into saving audrey this beautiful blonde woman and he was like you know they're there and his guard was all the way down Mm -hmm. and so she was able to you know get one over on him because he just didn't expect that that to happen yeah so and she got ventilated suicide by cop murder by cop yeah, no, no one ever accused her of being particularly smart. 
Except for her Rory, who thought she was a brilliant person. All right, that's it. That's all we that's got it? for feedback. I know, it's the shortest episode of all time, I think. I'm not even going to be that late to work. I d- it's almost like uh, your co-host planned it that way. Do you uh, just want to talk about something else for 20 minutes? <laughs> I'm just yeah. kidding. We'll what are your you. thoughts on the uh, Arrival movie? <laughs> <laughs> or actually, uh, give us your thoughts about all the like the 20-some movies you've seen this year that you haven't given your opinion about. Okay. Um, Start with The Force Awakens. <laughs> let's actually go back to the last movie, 2015. Yeah. No, let's 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 end it here. AHS at baldmove.com. Uh, forums.baldmove.com. Thanks for everyone to help save Bald Move. It is amazing and moving and impressive. And c- kudos to you. And thanks from us. Yes. And we'll see you next week for the last episode, hopefully, of this season, where we'll see how Murphy uh, brings the 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 the, the airliner limping into the <laughs> runway. They've called the emergency trucks. They've sprayed it down with foam. Inflatable rafts are standing by. <laughs> William so, Shatner's talking him down the last couple miles. We'll see see if he can stick the landing. All right. Uh, until then, have a great weekend. Bye. Bye.